My Gay Expose podcast, currently sitting at number 17 of the top 200 best LGBTQ plus podcasts of all time. That's right, bitches. You didn't hear wrong. That is actual fact. Chances are is that if you consider yourself any one of the letters in the LGBTQ plus alphabet, or if you consider yourself to be anything like me, which I'm guessing if you're listening to this show, you probably do. There's one thing that I think we all could unanimously agree that we're just so ready to get back into our regularly scheduled everyday routines. And that is the art of hooking up on a whim with a guy who probably has a faceless torso photo on his grinder profile after a night of drinking at a newly opened bar. That's right, folks. If your 2020 was anything like mine, which I'm guessing once again, it probably was. It was a big clusterfuck of drunk blur. And I, to be quite honest with you, probably had some sex, but to be honest with you, most of it is a little vague, a little blurry, and I don't quite know for sure. And aside from my boyfriend and a couple of trustworthy, regular friends with benefits, I didn't have a whole hell of a lot of quarantine sex. So now, now that we're getting to this place where everyone is getting vaccinated and even getting fully vaccinated, when do we get back to that place where we could once again just know that we can be in any sort of inebriated state of mind and know confidently that we're gonna do that post-vaccinated COVID gay walk of shame and just know that we will most certainly not be getting any sort of COVID-19 situation, maybe gonorrhea, but not the COVID-19. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's hop into what it's like to actually open up your grinder and find <laughs> like three-fourths of your entire grid have some sort of screen name that associates themselves with being extra thirsty or just trying so hard to prove to you that they are fully net vaccinated and ready to party. are now listening to My Gay Expose podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ community activist, and podcast host who's based out of San Francisco, California. Welcome back to My Gay Expose podcast. I'm Ronnie Washburn. And on this week's episode, 
we are going to revisit that whole notion of what it once was to hook up with guys at random, not even get their first name, and then somehow find ourselves doing that gay walk of shame. Except for the fact that we've had this whole year of COVID that really has just kind of thrown a wrench into that, so to speak. And do we even remember, now that we're all finally starting to get fully vaccinated, what it will be like to once again revisit these random hookups in today's gay society. We'll talk about the fate of what it is to wear masks in public. We'll talk about my personal vaccination experience. And then we'll actually talk about when you show up to a guy's house and you want to hook up with him, does he actually expect you to have a double marked CDC card in hand? But first, before we hop into that super awkward situation, when we finally show up to that guy's house that we so badly want to hook up with, and then later find out that he actually got the Johnson & Johnson shot instead of the others, and then you feel just a little hesitant and a little awkward. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or I re-listened and I was like, oh, fuck, what the hell did I even say that shit for? So therefore, I have to re-expose. And this week, I have to say a huge thank you to you, the listeners, for making this new Season 2 2.0 journey so beyond more than I ever even fucking expected to see. The numbers are literally going through the roof. I, I mean... I promised myself I would stop talking about this kind of shit on the show, but let's just say the season two first episode premiere has pretty much like, I don't even know, how do you say quadruple? What's after quadrupled in numbers in comparison to what the patterns were for past episodes. And so for that, I thank you from the bottom of my gay little black heart. And to be honest with you, I really don't know why or how, but I'm not questioning it. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy. And a big part of that new season two journey is the new segment that <laughs> at one point was the topic list of the week, but is now revamped into the new Your Gay Expose segment, in which I reach out to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners, on all the social media formats and ask whatever topic of conversation that we are referencing in that episode. And to be honest with you, it's so fulfilling and rewarding to get all the responses. And to be quite frank, a little, <laughs> a lot more work actually than I had hoped to or kind of anticipate. You know, before I actually just would reach out to a few of my friends and I would ask them the questions and I would leave it at that. 
in last season. And every once in a while, like one of my friends would kind of give me a lame answer and I would just leave it out and they would be like, what the fuck? Why didn't you say my answer? I listened just to hear my answer and you didn't even record it. And then I would have to come up with some other excuse. But I'm just going to be honest. It's actually better for me to get all of these answers and just go through each one and really just honestly give you the best ones because at the end of the day, it's the best ones that we want to hear. Am I wrong? So <laughs> I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings moving forward, but I will not be revealing each and every episode or um, answer on each episode. So therefore, please don't get offended. Just keep sending me your answers. And just to reiterate, once again, if you don't provide your name or if I actually have to go through the motions of finding your name, then I will not read your answer on the show. And this will be the last time I say that, just for the record. But thank you so much for all of your support. And to be honest, it's kind of funny. This is the first time I've actually attempted to extend this specific question situation to you, the listeners, on social media. And I find it quite interesting that the vast demographic of my show is mostly males, obviously, which makes perfect sense because, I mean, this is a gay show. However, it's interesting to see that most of the social media answers that I collected were actually females. So that's a new spin for me and something I can't really understand or once again wrap my mind around. So welcome to all the women out there who support my Gay Expose podcast. And even though this is a gay-themed show, I do my very best to include every single letter from the LGBTQ plus alphabet. So there's that. So that's pretty much it. Oh, and I just wanted to <laughs> re-expose one specific topic of conversation that I brought up in last week's episode. So when I started to go into the whole descriptor of Facebook specifically, I mentioned that random guy from Indonesia who hits you up and wants a green card. I got a couple of people asking why I went there specifically. And listen, I <laughs> this is a regular thing for me. I mean, I don't know why this happens, but it it happens. And I don't know if it was just because of the type of people that started to follow me because of my blogs, but I started getting these random guys from like all over the world who basically would at some point profess their undying love for me. And it really began to get a little hard to maneuver through and figure out if these people were actually just legitimately wanting to have a conversation or if they were trying to get a green card. So if you don't experience this, <laughs> I, I mean, I thought this was a pretty fucking common thing. Can someone just correct me if I'm wrong? So before we take the entire next day off, because we know we're getting our second dose of the vaccine and we're most likely going to be sick and then we actually don't get sick and just end up day drinking with the bestie instead. First, let's hop into this week's Hot Gay Gas Exposé. 
Welcome to this week's Ake Gas Expose, where we try and tackle topics of conversation that one might find relevant and or pertinent to today's gay society. Or just shit that I want to talk about because it's my show. And lots to cover this week. <laughs> so here's the thing. I want to talk about this because I'm going to call this out before it even takes place. But Apple announced that they're, well, actually, I think this is, you know, you know how like all those rumors of what Apple will announce to be coming out soon or whatever surface before the actual announcement itself. So all of that's taking place right now. And I guess Apple is announcing that they are adding a new tier to their Apple music platform in which... We will all now experience a hi-fi situation, which, by the way, I, first of all, I don't know what the actual fuck hi-fi even means. Is that, like, Wi-Fi's estranged sister? Like, I don't understand. Supposedly, it's supposed to be a elevated listening experience, quote-unquote. But we'll see about that. You know, Apple's notorious for overselling. So... I don't have a whole hell of a lot of faith in this actually being anything that we would be interested in. I'm perfectly willing to admit that I'm guilty of falling for all of Apple's over-publicizing over the course of the last, fuck, like 10 years, but I don't know. So they're offering this new hi-fi format, which is a, an elevated tier from the Apple Music app. So if you currently subscribe to Apple Music, which I do, which I shouldn't, but I do. I should probably just be on Spotify because Spotify is the number one streaming service for podcasts as well as music. Just to let you know, I didn't know if you knew that because I didn't know that and I just learned that recently, but that's what happens when you start to watch this shit from a podcast perspective. But Hi-Fi. Like, okay, so basically they're saying that this is a new tier to be introduced and it's supposedly being offered at the $9.99 amount for a monthly rate, which by the way is what I'm currently paying for Apple Music. So what's going to happen? Like, am I going to get a discount if I don't upgrade to Hi-Fi? And to be honest with you, I don't have high hopes that this whole Hi-Fi upgrade is even going to be any more significant than what I'm currently listening to. But I actually kind of am curious to see if this is actually something. But we will see all that very, very soon. Big news in the world of music, speaking of music, The Voice has actually made two big announcements. Um, one, in their upcoming season, Ariana Grande will replace, I don't even know who the fuck's on the goddamn show now, but she will replace whoever the fourth rotating judge almost always is, which I think she's, it's been like Christina Aguilera, Gwen Stefani, I, get, I think it's like Nick Jonas, right? Which, get the fuck out of here, Nick Jonas. This is so fucking stupid. But, I mean, let's just be honest with ourselves. How is Nick Jonas someone who's supposed to be giving these upcoming singers advice on... on never mind. For, okay, so Ariana Grande is slated to be the next judge. And I have to say, this is actually a pretty good move on behalf of The Voice because it was also announced that instead of doing two seasons per year, 
which is what they've done up to this point, which is I think why we're almost already in season 21. They just publicly announced that they're cutting back to one season a year because they feel as though the oversaturation of The Voice is contributing to their dropping numbers, which is probably just because, let's just be honest with ourselves, I mean, this is just falling by the wayside of like American Idol. We, I mean, I'll be honest, I was into American Idol for the first few seasons, but American Idol what now? Like, no, I'm, I think we're just all over all this shit. And then unless they come out with some better format, I think we're just all uninterested. I will say this though, I do enjoy The Voice. I don't currently partake. However, it is a good idea I do love Kelly Clarkson, and I do love Ariana Grande, so I am just a little curious to see how this will all play itself out. So, I mean, let's just see what happens. And then, last but most certainly not least, and I'll be talking about this a little bit more in depth later in the episode, but the CDC just announced days ago that for those that are fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask in public spaces. And I think that the idea behind this, because there's, I mean, everybody's going batshit crazy about this online. Of course, I didn't get it. And there's all kinds of conflicting viewpoints and blah, blah, blah. It's like the whole, we're revisiting this, all this mask shit all over again. However, I mean, I get, I think the idea was to get people to, want to get fully vaccinated and promote that in a sense, which is a good idea. However, I, what I, this is actually what will happen. So if you're the CDC and you're currently listening to this show right here, right now, this is actually what will happen. People are just going to lie about being fully vaccinated because at the end of the day, there is no foolproof way to ensure that people who walk into a fucking ACE hardware are fully vaccinated. Are you going to actually check people's fucking CDC certifications and make sure that they have two stamps? The fuck out of here. You and I both know this is going to be a very big shit show and probably will be dragged into social media world from here and for a very long time. And of course, Walmart is hopping on this whole bandwagon by saying that they're officially participating in their employees as well as their customer base who are fully vaccinated, um, being allowed to be in the store with no mask. And I <laughs> I don't want to be the one to say this, but I'm just going to anyway. I'll leave it to Walmart to be the first one because first of all, they're fucking Republican as hell. Second of all, they are these Republican Trump supporters that are missing teeth, that they cater to this type of crowd. So of course, these are the people who are going to want to be walking around a Walmart unmasked. And let's just face it, if we live in a world where a Walmart is going to be solely responsible to reignite the entire COVID-19 situation, then that makes perfect sense. Don't you agree? So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic, which just so happens to have a very vaccinated gay walk of shame undertone, 
first, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to you, the listeners, as well as a few of my friends. On a sex scale from 1 to 10, 1 being never, and 10 being at least one dick a week, how much of a slut do you plan to be post-vaccine? And by the way, if you're not getting the vaccine, please explain why. So let's get those answers now. And I have a weird feeling that this is going to be a clusterfuck of answers this week. Michael says, dot, dot, dot. Well, I think we should still all err on the side of caution, dot, dot, dot. But I do see myself being a 10, maybe an 11. (laughs) Maya says, don't you think it'll be interesting to see the population numbers after about nine months from around this time era in babies being born? Because everybody's going to be all over each other just as soon as they can. Alex said, 10. (laughs) I have this feeling that there's going to be a lot of 10s within these answers. Let's just find out. Ben says, have you looked at your grinder lately? Because literally like the vast majority of all the profiles have either the two check marks or some kind of screen name reference to being fully vaccinated. And if that's what people want to believe instead of a certification card, then that's their business. Ooh, is this a read? (laughs) Kat said, I foresee this being one of the sluttiest phases in my entire life. How about you? (laughs) Uh, yeah, same (laughs) Z's. Cole said, I think that everybody is just as eager to have sex once again with random individuals that they once were to not wear masks. But if you think about it, all the businesses force you to wear a mask. And so, therefore, we should take that mask wearing reference and implement that into our sex lives. (laughs) Well, that actually will be touched on later, Cole, but thanks for the advice. Mark said, if you would have told me two years ago that I would be this excited about learning that my local gym's showers are now open, then I would have called you a fool. But based on the last year, I'm so excited that my local gym's showers are now open. Devin says, does anybody want to talk about what it means to forget how to have sex? Jason says, instead of your sex scale, let's do a dick scale. On a scale from 1 to 10, how many dicks can you fit in your mouth? (laughs) Kevin says, now that we're getting into this fully vaxxed state of being, I think maybe it's time for me to start my own podcast and see if mine is just maybe a little bit more sluttier than the one that I'm listening to and responding to right now. <laughs> Touche, bitch. Touche. Anthony said, 
If your sex scale is just from 1 to 10, then I will rate myself at 100. Robert said, Fuck 10. I'd say 13. <laughs> and Robert's actually my boyfriend, and so this is his way of basically being himself because he's trying to throw in my face that he's going to be a big old slut, and that's okay. But here's the thing. Now I feel like I have to overcompensate 13 style in the bedroom with him from here moving forward, and I'm okay with that. Daniel said, at 12.01 on the day that the second week passes after my second vaccine, the entire gay community better watch the fuck out. <laughs> Leslie says, and by the way, before I read this answer, I have to say the really great part about reaching out to the social media community with this segment is the fact that I don't know what gender a Leslie is. And that's exactly the type of thing that I love most in this world. But anyway, Leslie says, and I quote, I think that most of us will try our very best to be just a little bit more cautious when it comes to hooking up. But I also think that most of us won't be rational, throw that caution to the wind, and just go crazy. <laughs> Hamish said, one. <laughs> but he left zero explanation, so I really don't know what this even means. Hamish, if you're listening right now, I need an explanation. <laughs> Michael number two says, my heart is telling me 10, but my mind is rationally telling me to dial it back to a five or a six. So a 10. Kyle says, I would definitely say 10 because I have been jonesing to get some new dick for so long now that I almost don't remember what new dick is even like. And <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Sergio says, well, I'd like to be a 10, but still not a quick hookup type of guy. Though after barely having sex for so long, I have to make up for lost time. I wish that I could have some of your tasty dick and ass. Oh, this bitch always calls me out. <laughs> Robin said, seven. But let me remind you that before all of this, I was probably a three. <laughs> Max says, is anybody talking about all the people who were trying to get you to hook up on Grindr during quarantine? Is that going to be in this week's episode? <laughs> this is actually kind of true. I, you know, got a little socially, like, lonely at certain points throughout quarantine. And so I would log in every now and again just to, like, you know, because. And... The people were really thirsty and really trying and just didn't give a fuck about quarantine, COVID-19, lockdown, or any of that shit. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Billy said, is it ridiculous to just wait for all the fully vaccinated people to make it so that COVID-19 no longer exists? But how much longer would we really even wait for that to be a thing? Would we have to go without sex for that long? Uh, I, if I were you, would just go get vaccinated. 
because sex is far too important to me to be waiting any longer than this whole 2020 fucked up year. Roberto says, well, a very close friend told me that the showers slash steam room slash sauna is opening back up at Crunch Fitness. I think this friend is counting on at least chlamydia in the throat. Yes, yeah, maybe chlamydia in the throat. He said that my friend, this very close friend, by the way, said that, oh, and he also plans to go work out, and he puts work out in quotations, seven days a week. Boy, those floors are going to be slippery at crunch. My friend, who is very close, said, and this, this bitch, this is my roommate. So he is identifying himself as his very close friend. This, this motherfucker has a reputation before COVID for going to the gym just to fool around with other guys in the showers. He never goes to work out. He just goes to pretend to work out. That's why he put workout in quotations. So the long story short answer here, folks, is he's going to be a fucking slut. And that's it. Carlos says, I have this feeling that people who maybe weren't so slutty before are going to be extra slutty now. Jen says, we should all ask for CDC certification showing that the person is exactly what they say they are if they state that they are fully vaccinated. And, you know, to be honest, I kind of agree, but let's just be real with ourselves. Are we really going to go through the motions of doing all this? I have to ask. What do you think? Olivia says, quarantine has transcended me unintentionally into celibacy. And instead of dick sucking, I see things getting pretty spicy between me and my vibrator. We've been going strong for about six months now could say it's getting pretty serious and men by the way are more of a disappointment than a dick appointment these days Corey said zero because i'm not gonna start being slutty and i'm not gonna start taking dicks <laughs> this is actually one of my straight friends i love throwing these super gay questions out at my straight friends and just collecting those responses it's so fulfilling <laughs> Corey, you should try to start taking some dicks for fuck's sake. Paul said, if it were socially acceptable to just have guys line up outside my door and have them all come in one by one and sometimes in couples, then I would. But I don't know what number you would identify that as on the scale. Well, <laughs> this was most certainly the most entertaining clusterfuck of answers that I received I want to say in my gay expose podcast history. And if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at exposing my gay. And if you don't currently follow, go ahead and hit that follow button. And don't forget to reply to each and every question each and every week. And <laughs> I'm actually pretty surprised to be honest with you that I didn't get more anti-vacciner comments. But that just goes to show you the quality of people that I am bringing to this My Gay Expose podcast table. 
or at least I'd like to think. So with that, let's hop into this week's fully vaccinated gay walk of shame. So I know, I totally get it. I'm 100% aware that living in the city of San Francisco definitely makes me pretty optimistic for all of this vaccine bullshit. Also, I kind of, when you live in San Francisco, you just know that you live in a world where you think that everybody else is doing exactly what you're doing, which in reality is not the truth, as we all know, because we all thought this with the mask wearing situation, which we'll get into that later. But as we currently sit right here, right now, in the city of San Francisco, 75% of residents have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. And 58% are fully vaccinated This actually equates to about 576,105 individuals, which, I mean, in a two-vaxxed process where you actually have to wait for a period of time in between the two, I guess, is good for, like, statistical analysis. I myself arrived just a little late to the party. I went and got my first vaccine on May the 3rd, and I'm waiting for my second on the 27th, I believe. And so I have like about a week and a half to go, but I can't wait to once again get to that place where we just don't have to fucking worry about any of this shit anymore. And we can get back to a place where things once were. One day, somewhere, somehow. But, you know, the city of San Francisco basically has stated that they expect to have most, if not all, of the residents and or individuals, you know, offered a vaccine completely and entirely by the tail end of this 2021 year. So I'm a little hopeful that we can get to a place where everybody can have the opportunity to get their vaccine. When I actually went in and got my vaccine, it was specific to like Kaiser patients and my the girl who was actually making my appointment for the next uh, vaccination basically was like, hey, just, you know, tell your friends or whoever that we're actually taking walk-ins now because it was only offered up to a certain point by appointment only. And you could only get that appointment if you had like some sort of healthcare provider which I know not a lot of people have that option. But it's good to know that we're heading into the direction of a place where pretty much any and everyone can get their vaccination if they see fit. But here's the real unfortunate truth. In the United States as a whole, only 35% of Americans are fully vaccinated. And I hate to say it, Going back to that whole notion of San Francisco living in its whole little world on its own where we think that everybody's just running out to grab a vaccine. The harsh reality is that there are people out there who don't believe in the vaccine, won't get it, 
and truth be told, could potentially be responsible for us continuously spreading this fucking virus. Ugh, and I just wish that stupid people would get their shit together and shut the fuck up and go get their goddamn vaccine. But as stated before, we as Americans are so resistant to anyone telling us what we can and can't do. And so, of course, there's this whole fucking ridiculous uh, following of people who are against the vaccines, against wearing masks, and just probably are responsible for part of the reason why the United States was one of the leading countries for COVID-19 cases in the past. And ironically, it's so interesting. So I work for a company that, I'm trying to tell this story without telling too much information Let's just say many of the members who are in the management realm of said company don't really care about COVID-19. They basically only follow the COVID-19 guidelines in the workplace because they know that, that legally they have to. And that's it. They don't believe in it. They think it's kind of BS. And many of them have expressed that they don't intend on going out and getting vaccinated which whatever, everyone has their own option to do whatever the fuck they want to do. But here's the thing. So yesterday on the 13th in the morning, there was a situation where one of my coworkers was in the same office space, let's just call it, as I was. And he had one of his clients who I don't know at all come in. And there's this whole like resistant movement, mind you, in San Francisco, believe it or not, even though San Francisco's always that one place that tends to, you know, always wear masks, always has tried their very best to, for the most part, be as safe as possible during this pandemic. There's still those ignorant people out there who think that just because they're fully vaccinated, quote unquote, that they can just do whatever they want and they don't have to wear masks and they don't have to abide by other business rules. And to be honest with you, it just really kind of pisses me off. So this coworker came in to my office space and I know this coworker well enough to know that this specific coworker who is just a little bit older got the vaccine and is fully vaccinated and has been for a while now. Now, I, again, don't know who his client is. And they came in for a meeting. And as I walked back and forth in this said office space, I just so happened to look over my shoulder and notice that both of them were fully unmasked in my space where it's been made very fucking crystal clear that this is not allowed and should never be a thing, especially, especially since we're in a place where many of the businesses are still going by these fucking mask guidelines. I'm not going to take any fucking person that I don't know's word for it, that they're fully vaccinated. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. And especially if I haven't personally been fully vaccinated, I'm still waiting for my second dose. I'm most certainly not going to let anything like that fly. So 
<laughs> as you might know, I personally am very pro-confrontational and really, to be honest with you, have zero problem confronting anybody about anything, regardless of how awkward the situation might be in said moment. And so I wanted to go over and completely just take the situation for what it was and shut it down in as aggressive a way as I needed to. However, I felt it awkward that, you know, me being a representative of said company and the coworker of mine also being a representative of said company and the fact that he is not wearing his mask in direct contact with said client, it just kind of, I felt, would reflect poorly on the company if I actually confronted the client. But the, the, the co-worker is not abiding by the rules either. So I got a little pissed off, to be honest, and it felt a little weird about the whole situation. So I sent an email in that moment directly to my boss and made it as dramatic as possible because I wanted him to know that I felt uncomfortable unsafe and why the actual fuck is this a situation that we are allowing to occur and so he basically sent out an email shutting it down but here's the ironic part and twist to the story hours later (laughs) the cdc just announced that fully vaccinated individuals are now allowed to wear or they don't have to wear masks in closed spaces anymore. I mean, there's some places where they still have to wear a mask, but like they're no longer required to wear a mask where once masks were required to be worn. So that being said, this whole situation kind of ironically happened on the exact same day it was officially announced that that doesn't have to take place anymore. But here's the thing, in the article that I specifically read, it stated that This is guaranteed to actually create a lot of confusion because how are we going to, as a business, regulate whether or not somebody is fully vaccinated? I am most certainly not going to take just any random person's word for it. And I just feel like we're putting ourselves in a situation as a society where this is just going to create all kinds of fucking mask and unmasked drama and we just don't need this shit we just need to i i don't know i don't know that i necessarily agree with this specifically but this is the official fate of indoor mask wearing as of the 13th of may and if you're someone like me who isn't fully vaccinated i mean i could very easily just walk into any business and say that i'm fully vaccinated and how are people going to expect other people to provide their double stamped cdc card to basically fucking regulate this shit so i feel like this is just a little premature but what the actual fuck do i know i just work for a company who has management in place that supports the unmasked scenario. So there's that. Now let me get off my soapbox and get into a little bit more about unmasked and fully vaccinated dick. Because after all, that's what we all want to talk about, right? So basically, you know, piggybacking off this whole notion that the CDC's decided to 
you know, lift a little bit when it comes to mask wearing inside. And I, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I just foresee this being a fucking shit show. We're going to see so many viral videos of people with Karens who don't want to wear a mask. I mean, this, you know, this shit's going to happen. This is just inevitable and something that we should all accept and embrace. And it will be a thing, probably a new trend, some sort of hashtag that will trend on social media. I called it right here on the show. However, when it comes to just taking people's word for them being vaccinated, when we all go back to a place where we once again want to hop back on that whole hookup culture bandwagon, where we once again try so very hard to implement that random hookup back into our regularly everyday scheduled routines, are we just going to take that guy's word for it? when we go hook up with him and we haven't even gotten his name. And by the way, just because his screen name is fully vaxxed with two check marks, does that mean that we're going to trust that? Are we actually going to ask for CDC verification or are they going to ask us for CDC verification? It's just, there's so many unanswered questions. And (laughs) I mean, just like on that note, speaking of which, So as a little side story, basically, I personally have, you know, in my life been in a space where I haven't really had the opportunity to have medical insurance up until the last couple years. So I recently started a job like right before the pandemic hit pretty hardcore where I was given benefits before I had always worked at jobs that just didn't provide the benefits. And so To be honest with you, the last time I had had like a full on like checkup or physical or anything was like in my early 20s. So I knew as I'm segueing into a different part of my age range that I needed to, you know, just make sure that everything is where it's supposed to be. I mean, it's been longer than I care to admit. So I made a doctor's appointment with my selected doctor that was basically picked for me and kind of this whole appointment thing was supposed to take place like legitimately right before shit got super real in 2020 in regards to like, you know, the hospitals overflowing and just not being safe to go anywhere. And so I basically just canceled that appointment and basically said that I'd revisit when I felt like things were just a little bit more on the safer side things. And so, of course, I totally put all of that off. And my doctor reached out like last, like three or four weeks ago, basically saying like, hey, you know, let's revisit. I need you to get like a full on blood panel. I just want to get things started, get the ball rolling, create a file for you, blah, 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 X, Y, Z, dot, 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 whatever. So I was like, all right, yeah, fine, whatever. So ironically, My boyfriend actually approached me in a situation which, a side note, my boyfriend and I are in an open relationship, just for the record, for those who are just now joining the show. And he had like a little bit of a gonorrhea scare. So he basically told me that I should go get tested for that as well. So, you know, I had my doctor's appointment. I was supposed to get blood work done, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't have to like go multiple times for said doctor's appointment. So I kind of 
wanted to, you know, again, it's been so many years since I've had any sort of association with Kaiser or any sort of medical anything really. So I basically just wanted to make sure that I wanted to go in, get my blood panel done, get my appointment done and basically just get like tested for STDs and all that shit all in one shot. I just didn't want it to occur like separate. Like I just wanted to like go in, get it done, get out of there. So I set up my blood panel and my doctor's appointment to actually just see my doctor and get like a physical and things of that nature was supposed to be a few days later. But ironically, I somehow became eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. So literally I had randomly accrued like four days off. So I went on day one to go get my blood panel. And then obviously I was going to get like my STD shot because even though I didn't know whether or not I actually had the gonorrhea, you you always go get the shot just in case because you've been exposed. So I set that up to happen on day one. Day two, I went to go get my COVID-19 vaccine, which was in completely different part of the city, not even close to the hospital, which we'll get into that a little bit later. And then I went to my doctor's appointment the day after, which if that was supposed to be four days off, I don't know why the actual fuck or how all of that came to to fall in the order like that, but somehow it did. But obviously I was happy to get it all out of the way. So I go in to get all my blood work done. And to be honest with you, I didn't really feel like Kaiser really knew what was happening. And I don't know if this is just because this whole COVID situation has like thrown the medical field into sheer chaos or what have you. But I basically went in, got my blood work drawn, And, you know, they gave me all the stuff to go, you know, do it yourself when it came to getting tested for STDs, you know, the swab to your throat and the swab in your anus and all that stuff, because I ordered that to be something that I got done all in one shot. And speaking of shot, I asked the girl who was taking my blood, I was like, hey, so where do I go get, I have to get a shot for, because I was exposed to STDs. So I need to go get that shot to make sure that I you know, I'm good. And she's like, oh, just check in with the people on the first floor. So I did just that. So I walk in, now picture this with me for just a moment. I walk into this first floor and there is a lot more people than I'd like there. And because we're in this whole COVID-19 situation, I was asking all the people who were supposed to be there and supposed to be helpful and who most certainly were not to like direct me in the right direction to go get my shot in my ass for my STD. And so I'm asking, hey, I'm supposed to go get a shot. I just need to know where to go. And like the security guard was like, oh no. Like, so everybody has this whole COVID-19 mindset. Everybody's going to get their vaccine. So I think all of these employees just thought that I like was supposed to get, I was thinking that I was getting that COVID-19 shot. But the reality of it was, was no, I'm getting my STD shot. And so I'm like asking this guy, he doesn't know where to go. I'm like, no, I'm not getting the COVID-19 vaccine. And so I look around and there's like three hot gay guys that just walk in. There's a lady over in the other corner. There's another guy like standing in line. There's four other people on the other side. And this employee simply shouts across the room for all to hear. So what kind of shot are you actually here to get? And I literally looked around, watched all eyes on me. And I looked at the lady and I was like, 
don't make me say it out loud. And she said, excuse me? And I said, please don't make me say it out loud. And I looked over at the two hot guys that still continued to walk in. And I just looked at her and I was like, fuck it. And I was like, I'm here to get a shot because I was exposed to an STD. And then it was literally like the most awkward moment because everybody on that first floor heard and knew. And I just walked out of that hospital with a sore ass from a shot and a wounded sense of pride because everyone on that first floor knew that I had or potentially had some sort of STD. So my (laughs) whole point here, folks, is that While Kaiser was most certainly unorganized and did have, like, literally had no clue where to send me, didn't know I was supposed to get this shot or anything, like, I had to talk to, like, fucking four, five different people to finally figure out where it was that I needed to go. The idea is that I have potentially an STD. So I don't know whether I'm getting COVID as well if I'm getting an STD. So this is the whole argument that I have about this whole unmasked CDC lifted regulation. We can get anything, anytime, anywhere. And are we really just going to take people's word for it? That's my whole fucking point. And I didn't actually end up getting gonorrhea or having gonorrhea for the record. It's kind of funny. So There's that. I went through all that humiliation for absolutely no reason. So there's my fun little public STD shot in my ass story. But ironically, the next day when I did end up going to the like facility to go get the vaccine, I was surprised because this was like a Kaiser, you know, regulated facility, how organized it actually was. It was a complete 360 from the day before where nobody had any clue where to send me or thought that I was talking about COVID-19 because that's on everybody's brain. But really, like going to go get my vaccine was actually a really great experience. Everybody was friendly. Everybody seemed to have all of their coffee kicked in in all the right ways and just It was super early in the morning. I was a little nervous because I don't do well with needles. And I walked in, checked in. They were super nice, super helpful. Walked me through the process. I got my shot. I sat down and was observed for 15 minutes. And I walked out of that facility just in complete shock that Kaiser was actually as organized as they were in that moment. I So... If, I mean, and I went in thinking that, like, when we finally found out that we were all able to go get our vaccines, that it was just going to be sheer chaos. But reality is that it really wasn't. It's really well organized. And if you are weary of that and you're putting off your shot for any reason because of that mindset, just go check into it. Because, to be honest, it's probably a lot more organized, just like this was, than I actually even thought. So check into it, please. By all means, don't not get a vaccine because you don't want to wait in line for a couple of hours because that's most certainly not how any of this is playing itself out. Trust me. But that being said, let's hop into how we can potentially get back to this wonderful world of gay hookup culture once again, once we've all been fully vaccinated. You know how like you kind of hook up with a guy 
You don't get his name. You probably decided in your mind that you're never going to talk to him ever fucking again. And the only way that he has the means to get in contact with you is through the grinder feed in the messaging thread back and forth that you once had about a month and a half ago. And then suddenly you see him pop up in your messaging thread and he tells you, hey, just heads up. I know we had sex about a month ago and I got chlamydia. I think we're actually now maneuvering into a space where this is going to be the same thing, except we're adding COVID-19 to the potential of letting someone know that we had sex about a month ago. And by the way, I tested positive for COVID-19. It's like the same fucking situation and scenario. So this is why I feel that we as gay individuals in today's society, if we're going to hook up, if we're going to be responsible and take prep or protect ourselves against such things as STDs and HIV, then we should also protect ourselves from COVID-19. And I'm not sitting here to preach to you that you should go get vaccinated or not. I'm just letting you know that if you're going to get wasted at a bar because they're reopening once again and you have your inhibitions so low that you literally will do just about anything in that moment, just know that not only can you get chlamydia, not only could you catch HIV, but also you could also catch COVID-19. So I want you to think about one thing with me right here, right now, when it comes to hooking up in today's gay society. And if you've listened along to this show, which I'm sure you have, and I'm sure you already know that 95% of all of my gay walk of shame situations have to do with going out, getting wasted, and ending up at somebody's house. So here is my little question that you should ponder for just a moment. Do you honestly think that we are going to be able to accurately and effectively check and make sure to ensure that these individuals are fully vaccinated when we show up to their houses to have sex when we're wasted. Because I have a big, big feeling that that's going to be something that we're going to actually categorize as a miss. So that being said, we just need to be safe. We need to just make right choices until we get ourselves into a place where we can just be 100% confident that we're not going to get anything more than gonorrhea from that guy that we hook up with. So my ask for you as an individual is just to play it safe in whatever way you see fit. I'm not passing judgment on anyone for making any sort of decision either way. I'm just saying, if you're going to make the conscious decision to get shit-faced at a bar and go out and hook up with some random unknown dude, just know that there are ways that you can protect yourself against such things as COVID-19. Hint, hint. Go get a motherfucking vaccine and then go get the second vaccine so that we can all get back to the random hookup with not a care in the world that we all once knew. 
So in the spirit of talking about the vaccine and becoming fully vaccinated, along with doing that fully vaxxed gay walk of shame, I thought it would be fun to give you my personal view on what each one of the vaccines by name would be if they were a random hookup with a guy on Grinder. If Moderna was a guy that you began to chat with in hopes to hook up with on Grinder. Moderna is that faceless torsoed profile with a smooth hairless body. He initially gets your attention by tapping you. And when you ask him for a face photo, he puts up just a little bit of resistance, but eventually shows it to you once you show him more photos of yourself. On his profile, he only indicates that he's verse top, as well as fully vaccinated and nothing more. And he only gives you one word answers and also asks you what you're into and then basically just cuts to the chase and wants you to come right over. But also only indicates that he's fully vaxxed, but doesn't ask you if you are as well. And by the way, the sex was, well, it wasn't bad, but you've definitely had so much better and you were just a little meh as you left his house after that encounter. If Pfizer was a guy that you began to chat with in hopes to hook up with on Grinder. Pfizer is that older and much wiser hot-bodied daddy. He's 46 but doesn't have his age on his profile because he actually looks like he's 32. He still has all his hair and he has the most gorgeous, beautiful shirtless profile photo that you just have the sudden urge to do all of your laundry off his abs because they're just a little too perfect for someone of his age. He has just a little bit too much information about himself on his profile and all you want to do is go have sex with him, but all he wants to do is get to know you just a little bit more before you show up. He does want to know if you are vaccinated as well and makes it very clear that he is too. And once you go to his place, you have the most amazing sex that you actually did not expect. If Johnson & Johnson was a guy that you began to chat with in hopes to hook up with on Grinder. Johnson & Johnson is that guy who is just a little too hot to be, first of all, hitting on you, and second of all, even be in your city, and third of all, you think is actually maybe a fake profile because his photo is just a little too model-esque. But once you get other photos, you realize that he actually is just that hot. He's like that surfer guy that has like scraggly bleach blonde hair. He is so sun-kissed, tan, perfect. But once you talk to him back and forth, you realize that he's kind of stupid and just a little like stereotypical hot guy and not quite that smart. 
He doesn't ask you if you're vaccinated and doesn't even indicate that he is, even though it's showcased all over his profile. And when you read his profile, you kind of realize that he's just a little strange, a little weird, and who cares? He's so fucking hot, I'm just gonna go through with it. But once you get to his house and he takes his clothes off, you see that that hot body was indeed the exact same as showcased on his profile photo, but the sex was that of the floppy fish fucker, and you find yourself in that moment so mortified that all you wanna do is get the actual fuck out of there. And it's so crystal clear that this guy has lived his entire life relying on his looks and definitely not delivering in the bedroom. learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, tops or bottoms, gays and straights, transgender and questioning. Well, we learned a whole hell of a lot, I'd like to think. We learned that I still live in my own little San Francisco bubble where I think that just because I decided to go get a vaccine that the rest of the world is going to too. And my hope is that most people will. But we also learned that Outside of my San Francisco bubble, the rest of the United States is only at 35%. And I can only hope that that percentage gets just a little bit higher. We learned that I don't necessarily agree with the, what I'd like to think is a little bit premature of regulation lifting on indoor mask wearing. And how the actual fuck are we supposed to ensure that we're all in a safe space and just take people's word for it that they're fully vaccinated. Or that we're riding the dick of someone who is f truly fully vaccinated and just not extremely thirsty and thinks that you'll take his word for it. There is a danger there and I just want everyone in this world to be happy, healthy, and get us to the next space where we can once again hop from dick to dick without a care in the world. And just one more quick reminder, please subscribe, rate, and review to Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and just fuck all the other podcast formats because to be honest with you, they just don't matter. Follow on Instagram at ExposingMyGay and take a look when you get the chance at my website, RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. And there you'll find my blog, A Gay in the Life of Ronnie. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, Ronnie Washburn, exposing my gay. Here on My Gay Expose Podcast, I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I'll see you next time.